Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I don't want all of you guys to be upset at me about my hot takes on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Might as well be upset at other people that follow this club even more closely than I. That'd be Jace Frederick, St. Paul Pioneer Press, covers the Timberwolves. He is their beat writer, and he joins us now, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. Uh, Jace Always a pleasure to have you on the show. And I want to start with the most important question of this entire interview. Do you like Popeye's chicken? I do. Um, I think their sandwich is better than Chick-fil-A's. And I will say, like, I disagree with everything you said. I haven't heard it all, but I think the Timberwolves are doing great. And people (laughs) should be mad at you. They should all just be mad at me. I'll take it, man. It's all good. Controversy makes for good radio, so I'll, I'll take that, man. But hey, all- they're, they're providing a lot of that to start the year. It's 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 about as tumultuous of a four games as I think anybody could have possibly predicted. Yes, and, and I want to start there because, look, I don't think that any one of us thought that it was going to be smooth right out the gate. Right. But, man, let's just be honest. We didn't expect it to look like this, correct? Correct. I mean, I thought – I thought like the offense maybe would look a little clunky or like some guys would get off to slow starts as they couldn't find their way among like a lot of ball dominant guys and, and maybe the defense would have some hiccups here or there, but like I still if you said, Hey, what's their record gonna be through first the first four games, I would have said three and one at worst. Um two and two I went to that was a possibility and, and two and two with like a blowout defeat, that would not have been on my bingo card. Um struggling in another game that they won against O K C like this has been Worse than I thought it would have been. Because at the end of the day, like even the starting lineup is four guys who have been on the team and played a lot of minutes together, and then you added Rudy Gobert, who does a lot of things that Jared Vanderbilt did, but I thought the transition would be a little smoother than this. I'm with you. I'm totally with you on that. We're talking to Chase Frederick from the Pioneer Press here, talking Timberwolves basketball. And I don't think that – and I've said this before, and I said it last night on Timberwolves tonight. I don't want Rudy Gobert to be the punching bag. I don't, no. I don't think that this – I don't think it's his fault. Like – like, there's enough blame to go around, but I think that right now, if people want to get upset with Rudy Gobert, I think that they're uh, misplacing their criticism right now. I totally agree. Like, uh, this is like, 
Okay, I will say, like, last night, first half, I think maybe second half of a back-to-back, Gobert probably isn't, like, all the way back energy-wise. Like, he didn't start the year with the gas tank on full coming off of Eurobasket. Um, so I do think maybe he didn't have, like, his full juice last night. Uh, but still, like, this is the guy who's like this is the guy who's hitting the glass. This is the guy who's defending. Like he he is the guy who I think is the least to blame in the starting lineup for the early struggles. Um, and it, I know like he's the new piece, so it's easy to say, well, it's his fault. But I really think it has kind kind of like if anything, it's his fault because I think his presence has sparked complacency from others, and that's not his fault. And it was the problem in Utah as well, and Minnesota I think has fallen into that really early. Um, so, but I don't think Rudy's play has been any issue whatsoever. So I agree with you. I don't think he should be shouldering hardly any blame right now. Who was the intangible guy to come off the bench? Because right now we're lacking that that energy, that max effort guy. And look, I, I think that everybody can can say can can agree that we need to get more effort out of everybody, right? Like Tim Conley was on our station earlier and said he wasn't uh he didn't like the effort that he saw last night. They got to be better than that. And we all understand and acknowledge that. But who was going to be that intangible person for the Wolves? Because Jared Vanderbilt, it wasn't just the fact that he played hard and that he gave Max effort, but it just seemed like he had intangibles inside of him in terms of being able to make the right play, get the key rebound just at the right time. Yeah, it was always that. It was always like, or if the Wolves started sluggish, like, the first four minutes were uninspiring. Like Jared Vanderbilt would be the guy who would, you know, go grab an offensive rebound or block a shot or chase down a loose ball and dive and kick it out to somebody else for a three. Like that got the crowd into it. That got all of his teammates into it, you know, and like target center came alive. His teammates came alive. Like he sparked the energy um, and he did so many other things. He was a good defender that gets discounted a lot. Um, he did so many things that I think kind of held everything together and it all of the credit went to Pat Bev, but Jared Vanderbilt, I think should have gotten, a huge bulk of it. Um, I think it's going to have to be Kyle Anderson, who has only played one game thus far, and maybe that's part of the issue. But Kyle Anderson's like the do-everything-right guy, um, and he brings some energy in his own ways. Like, if there's a loose ball, Kyle Anderson's about the fleetest of foot, but he has a good chance to get it because that's what he does. Um, it's going to have to be him, and I think that's kind of the hope, is that things will look a lot better when he gets back in action um, after dealing with those back spasms. Talking to Jace Frederick from the Pioneer Press here on the Lake Show, News Talk 830-WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Jace Frederick. And he's joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Coal Banker Hotline. All right, uh, let's get to somebody that's been getting some, some, some flack today because of making the Ant's Nutrition Popeye's Chicken <laughs> comment that actually I saw it, it became something of attention to, for me because of you retweeting it with some comments that you had about it and I did agree with you 100%. I think it is misplaced. I thought that it was not good of Kent to to go at Ant in that way because, first off, it's one thing when when you have your own issues and you haven't addressed your issues, whether it's kicking people or the offensive fouls or, or just complaining about officiating, all of that stuff aside, for him to kind of go down that road about Ant – um, I just, I didn't like it. I didn't think that it was necessary. It was totally, it was unnecessary because nobody even asked about the nutrition of one Anthony Edwards. But like you mentioned in your tweet, like that's something that Ant cleaned up in the off season. Like he got in much better shape and he has vowed to stay in good shape for the course of the season and, and not eat the junk food like he typically does. Yeah. Like this is Ant's a guy who like, no question in the past and past years, he wasn't like all in on fast food and whatnot, like every 20 year old is. And he realized that this off season, like he had the knee issues last year and he didn't want to 
he kind of wanted to put that to the side and move past that and make sure that wasn't an issue. Like, so he said like, okay, this summer I'm only going to eat fast food on the weekends. And then once training camp started, um, he totally eliminated fast food. And that's his plan for the entire season is to eliminate all that stuff, fried food, whatnot for the entire year. And he said recently, like he's down to two thirty, that's 7.4% body fat. Like, Physical condition is not Anthony Edwards' problem. Uh, he basically said, like, I need to get myself to get up even when I'm tired, which everybody's tired on the second half of back-to-backs. I need to fight through that and still be aggressive. Um, so that's what he said beforehand. And so Cat coming out and saying, like, maybe I need to teach him to eat better. It was like, that's not the issue. Um, and, like, and it did just kind of feel like a shot pulled out of nowhere, like maybe as a veiled attempt at leadership of, like, hey, we all need to be better and we all need to take this seriously. But... To me, that, that's like, okay, we know that Ant's cut fast food out, but do you even talk to him enough to know that he's done that? Um, do you, are you paying enough attention to what your teammates are doing, what they're doing in their lives, their choices, to know that that's not an issue right now? Like, I think that was alarming in a lot of respects. But, yeah, it wasn't necessary. It easily could have been like, yeah, he struggled. We gotta, it's tough, but we all have to keep pushing through on the second night and make sure that we're bringing our best effort every night because all the games count, whatever. To decide that is the time to say, like, well, you know, maybe I need to teach him to eat better. Um, I, I don't think it was necessary whatsoever, and I was a little surprised that he pulled that out there. Well, let, let's let's stay on cap for a second because I have to ask this question, Jace, because I don't think it's just me. But in my opinion, I think that right now in Minnesota, there is no big-name player in sports, in professional sports, that lacks self-awareness more than Carl Anthony Towns. And I mean that. So – Literally five hours ago, he tweeted out, this group is special. Ain't hearing no outside noise at Timberwolves. You're tweeting that you ain't hearing no outside noise, but we know that that's not true because you're tweeting. Like, I don't understand it, Jace. Help me with Cat, man. What's going on here? Because it just it seems to me that at this particular point in his career, he should be a lot further along with his maturity. And it just seems like there's certain elements of – from an awareness standpoint, that he just doesn't get. Yeah, I still think like his mission is to say or do the things that he thinks he's supposed to do and everybody would want to hear, and we've seen other athletes tweet things like that, and maybe Carl thought, okay, you know what, there's a lot of talk right now about how poorly we're playing, about what I said about Ant, and like, is there potential tension coming from that? And so I've seen other people do this, and I'm going to tweet the same thing, and it's really not applicable, um, and so I think he's always trying to be like, what should I do here? What do people want to see from me? And the thing about it is, even with that line of thinking, I think he's usually wrong. Uh, he's usually a little off base. Um, and it just ends up making him a little look a little worse. I don't think I saw hardly anybody respond to that tweet, like, in favor of Towns. Um, it, a lot of people were like, Dude, you're the one who's creating the noise. Um, and, and clearly, like you said, you're clearly paying attention to the noise if you're tweeting about it. Um, yeah, it, it, that's just kind of always been it. Like, it's always been like, I don't know if he sees this from the same lens that everybody else sees it. And that's been with every issue, you know, on the court, off the court, whatever the case may be. Um, and, and it is something that's kind of followed him. And I think it was something where years ago you always thought, okay, um, he'll grow out of that. But I think you kind of see it, it kind of is who he is. Um, and that's not to say it has to affect his basketball or makes him a bad person or anything like that. But it, it just kind of is what comes with Carl and Denny Towns at this point. All right. Uh, final thing for you, Jace. I, I, after every game, I don't get a chance to go in the back room and kind of hang out with you guys and ask uh, 
all the questions, unless it's like a, a weekend night or something like that. But during the week, I got to bust it back here to do the show or head up to the Skyway studio whenever I'm doing shows there. But just kind of t- tell me, what was the body language of Coach Chris Finch and, and Kat and, and just the players that came into the uh, the media session um, last night? Well, Finch, I think, was the most telling because a lot of times, like, in the other games, he's trying to be like, hey, you know, new starting lineup already coming in. We're doing a lot of new things. It's going to take some patience. It's going to take some time. Last night, he was just over it. Uh, he was over that effort. He was took every opportunity to basically bash what they did and said, that's not good enough. Like, somebody's like, well, what good has there been? And he's like, the only thing I can say with any positivity whatsoever is I thought our zone wasn't terrible. Um, and that was, like, that was it. He basically was like, that effort wasn't good enough. Um, we can't do that. If we keep doing that, we're not going to win. Guys have to start sacrificing. Like, Dilo and Ange have to start committing themselves to moving the ball early in possession so things don't stagnate. Like, he was firing all the ball at saying, like, we used to think at this. We're not good enough at this. we got to do this better. Um, and I think he spread the same message to the team because guys seemed like they were like, yeah, um, I guess this isn't good enough. And we're, and we're kind of realizing that now. Um, so that was, I think, kind of the – if anything, that is what would tell you maybe this will be the point where, like, the shoe drops and it's like, okay, are you going to turn it around from here? Is that going to be the loss that sparks improvement? If it's not, if they somehow play worse or, you know, look just as bad tomorrow night against the Spurs again without Devin Vassell this time around um, – Sound the alarms, I think, on this team because this is the time to respond. It's the obvious time to respond. It's just the point where most teams would respond and, and find the error in their ways and correct. And if they don't, after like the way Finch talked about them and the way they kind of viewed themselves and kind of saw the light um, last night, then you can start to wonder if they even have it in them. Give them a follow on Twitter at Jace Frederick. It's Jace Frederick from the St. Paul Pioneer Press covering the Minnesota Timberwolves here on the Lake Show on the Good Neighbor News Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow night, Jace. Can't wait, Lake. See you then. All right. Take care. Jace Frederick, he's doing an awesome job covering the wolves. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.